let the shenanigans begin. <laughs> Welcome to season two of Clergy and the Queer. How's it going, sir? What's happening, champ? What's going on with you? What's going my on with you? God, my God, my God, it's been a good day. It's been a good day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bad, bad. We call productive days good days. <laughs> Facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you left the refrigerator open. <laughs> Which means that it's probably sitting there slightly close. Literally. Slightly. Literally. Just get. Just get. Hold on, y'all. I'll be back. <laughs> anyway, how you guys doing? This is my name is Bryant Stewart, Pastor B. Stu. You can add me at 2B Stewart or Uncle Stu. Uh, and we are clergy and the queer with Mr. G. Allen. Uh, we're so excited to have you guys with us. Um, we're genuinely uh, a group of friends uh, here to make a difference. Um, today, uh, we have had a busy day. Like, yeah, I don't know if y'all can see it. My eyes are a little puffy. Uh, maybe even look, ooh, they do look a little red. I ain't been smoking mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. I ain't been smoking. Um, but uh, we definitely have been, <laughs> we definitely have been uh, intentionally busy and focused on the work that we have. So, shout out, shout out to us, shout out to the voices in the background. Now you know your camera, your camera tilted on purpose. No, get angles on purpose. When I tell you that was literally me just getting back in position. Look, this episode is going to get done today, and that's the point. Hey y'all. Okay. He introduced himself. I'm sure he introduced who I am, but just in case, I'm G. Allen Battle. Um, the other half of the clergy and the queer. Um, and I'm going to be quiet. All right. What are we doing? What are we talking about? We're in the mixed bag. <laughs> We're in the mixed bag. All right, everybody. We want to make sure that you guys know the 31st is the last date that you can apply. If you make less than, was it $100,000, $125,000, whatever it is. You're talking to, about for the... Uh, yes, for student loan debt forgiveness for the Pell Grant. want to make sure that everybody knows that. Second thing I also learned today is if you make an appointment within two weeks, of your travel internationally, you can also get your passport, but you got to make it to Atlanta or Buffalo, New York. <laughs> uh, so you didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. So all this time, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I, see, I, these things are always about your revelation about mine. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. I, I, my bad. I would have told you that. My bad. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know. I thought. I, well, you can get it same day, same day as cash. Uh, nevertheless. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody knows that uh, so you can be educated the way in which I've been educated. Uh, and that is the grand deliquence of my mixed bag. Because let me tell you, I was over here stressing and something did work out for me. Uh, though uh, in this present state, it was best that it didn't work out for me at the time. I wanted it to because I'm tired. And I don't like to admit that I'm tired. And I don't like to admit that I'm I'm not stressed. I'm just tired. Um, and because I'm tired, um. You see what I did there? You see that? 
um, because I don't like to admit that I'm tired. Uh, we kind of uh, want to make sure um, the Lord made sure that I got a pause. So beep beep. Those are my mixed bags. I actually just remembered that I did tell you you can get it expedited. Okay. Um, expedited is not the same thing as like a, a, an appointment. I didn't know the appointment existed. Oh, touche. I mean, it is a part of the expedition. It's one version of expedition. But um, the part okay. you didn't tell me about. Uh, you know, I thought it it was enough to get you to research. Amen. Expedition is a big word for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, you guys already know about the um, Jackson, Mississippi um, water crisis. Um, for sure, still so, crisis. I call I say it's still a crisis because, uh, and I'm sure they're saying the same because yeah, that, now they have water. They're still, if I remember correctly, they're still on boil advisory, right? They're so, still burning. They're still on boil advisory. And on top of that, their bills right now are astronomical. Ridiculous. There's this woman who has, um, um, her bill is from um, her water bill, not her electric bill. I want you to, her water bill um, since t- from 2020 to now is $6,000. She only uses the water to wash clothes and to bathe. And before she uses it, matter of fact, she rarely uses it to bathe. She says she normally uses bottled water. Um, but when she does use it to bathe, she boils the water first. They're only using it for those types of things. Nobody is drinking this water. People are barely using it on their bodies. Um, Here in America. Only in America. So um, it's really frustrating. Um to know it's really frustrating to um to know that that's taking place so yes um, it really is it really is frustrating to know that that's taking place it absolutely frustrating to know that's taking place and the worst part is that it's taking place in a in a time where uh there's so much surplus so much you know experience so much uh, wealth and everybody's you know taking on the option of entrepreneurship uh but we're also doing a lot of the other things we're still avoiding taxes we're doing other things and don't get me wrong i understand the need you know get your coin help you out um but we got to work on the community benevolence um i have found that getting bottles of water has been extremely present um but we're not putting the pressure on our our, our politicians and our different government officials to follow through on their promises of just a safe environment just a safe community and just a safe space for those who live in some of these very complex trouble times. Right now, this is a political issue. This is not a finance issue. This is a political issue. The governor don't want to help out the mayor because the mayor's Democratic, the government's Republican. One's white, one's black. And it's gotten to the point at which now the children just need help. And the one thing they can't find from the people that they elect and pay for with their taxes is help. On top of and on, see, on top of that, it's a catch-22 for a lot of people because um, in most jurisdictions around the um, country, it's illegal for you to live in your home without having running water coming to it. But but Mississippi. So, no, no. So let's say a homeowner decides, I no longer want your water services. Who you they can't. They, also, they can't do that. As a homeowner, it's against the law for them to do it. To, yeah, that's true. To live in a city, to live in a house without running water. Mama owns a house. Mama ain't had nobody living in that house for 10 months. 
still has to have mm-hmm. running water. So it's just an issue all around. Um, and so um, thoughts and prayers for sure. And I don't say that lightly, um, but um, prayer specifically um, that people are able to receive favor when it comes to their billing, um, that there is legal assistance when it comes to fighting these situations. Um, because right now the city has stated that they're um, taking care because they're aware that it's an issue and they're taking care of it on a case by case basis. Which they ain't got enough people to work on them cases. Instead of just saying there's an overhaul that needs to take place and we need to fix this. Um, right. Instead of spending the billions of dollars to go ahead and fix it, they out here arguing. Like yeah. I said, some nonsense. It's some absolute tomfoolery. Um, so on top of all of that, um, November is coming up. Hey, hey, um, hey. And we know hey. about we know about that Tuesday and, and the voting times coming up for those, especially if you live in the state of Georgia. Y'all vote. Please vote. State of Tennessee, vote. Please, I don't know who uh, if you lived in Georgia. I, I, many of us, uh, many people who don't live in Georgia, I know watch the debate. But if you live in Georgia. Oh my gosh, that debate was terrible. I saw it. That was pretty bad. All Raphael Warnock had to do was stand there. With his and let that idiot and let that idiot <laughs> and there are still people who are willing to vote him into office black folk willing to vote him into office baby the mind is a terrible thing to waste because of evangelical beliefs let me tell you something the white supremacy that is evangelical beliefs and and, and western christianity is destroying destroying that family unit that we care so much about, those beliefs oh, yeah. are destroying it. Um, oh, yeah. Our means of income and, and, and growth and, and, and strategy, destroying it. Yeah, the ability to pull yourself by your own two bootstraps. Destroying, destroying it. it. Like, we, we've got to do better. We've got to figure out ways um, to, to really look at things. And help themselves, Greg. Well, help yourself out of that uh, foolishness. How about that? Um, yeah. Vote <laughs> about. I just uh to, my grandfather used to say it like this. Um and my grandfather um was a very successful business owner um in Columbus, Georgia, is a very successful business owner in the city of Columbus, Georgia. I can't speak of him like he's dead because he's not dead, but he used to say this. Um ran multiple businesses there, worked with the city, government contracting, all that kind of stuff as an illiterate man. Okay. And one of the things he used to say uh, when situations were just absolutely ridiculous, he said, you got one problem I ain't never going to have, laminated. What he was really saying was eliminated. But now when I hear foolishness like this, I'm like, laminate. La- laminated. 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 Let me go ahead and eliminate that situation out of my life, but go ahead and walk away from it. That's what we need to do with these belief systems that are not serving us at this point. Um, you know, my granddaddy said laminated. <laughs> you know, my granddaddy said he said Luke the Hogan died. You welcome. You welcome, cause it's a word. Say it one more time for people that didn't hear it. You better Luke the Hogan die. You gonna have to explain it because these folks in our country oh, that's that's understand country. that they're it's not going. You okay. gotta explain it to them. <laughs> Listen, when you ain't got nothing else to eat, and the only thing on the on the farm left. That you can sacrifice is the little hog. 
He the hardest one to catch. He the slippers one. He the fastest one. But if you don't loop that little hog and kill him, guess what you gonna do? Loop little hog. You gonna, you gonna you gonna die. So when rubber meets the road, things get difficult. Time yeah. to get tough. Guess what you gotta do? You gotta loop the hog and die. Crazy. And at and at this point, oh my god, it's crazy. Well, you better Oh my God! But, it's so, it, but it's is it wrong? So true. <laughs> Some country people, but they had a way of saying it, though, did they? I mean, I mean, <laughs> Luke Lahoga died. Well, that's what, what I got for the mix bag. That is what I got for y'all. I don't know what y'all got, but that's what I got. Oh, Tennessee, Bama game. Hey, hey. oh, can we talk about that uh, hundred thousand dollar fine? <laughs> Listen. I want to let y'all know what a wasted celebration is. The day you beat Alabama, you take the field goal, which you use to kick the football through the winning point for the game. Your decision is not to take it to a plasma cutter, cut it up and sell it for hundreds of thousands of dollars, not to donate it to a nonprofit organization or an orphanage. No, 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 no. These insidious bastards decided to take the entire goalpost, and throw it into the Tennessee River. Some of them people was your members. You know that, right? Yeah, some of, oh, some of y'all. One of them, not never one of them was my members. None of my members was there on that godforsaken day. As a matter of fact, I'm not even a pastor no more. Let me tell you something. I am, I well, you technically are. Technically, you are uh, a pastor. Mind your business. Now. Mind your uh, business. Uh, I'm the, I am the conference congreg- director. Which makes you a pastor of a congregation that is five states large. None of my chair and model. None of them. I, I nail one of them. I can tell you I some of your previous of, members. They were not there. Were there. Some of your previous members were there. I'm going to let you know that they weren't my members. Some of your previous members were there. I'm going to let you know. I know one I can tell you. He was there. He took a picture, but he wasn't in there throwing nothing in that river. <laughs> he wasn't throwing nothing in that river. He, look, he, he got money since. He wasn't throwing no whole goalpost in the river. He wasn't there. And ain't nobody got picked up by the police. Ain't nobody got no real fines for real. Did nobody the, get shot? The school got a fine, but that's it. $100,000 when they probably that, made one point some odd million at the doggone game alone. But anyway, that's none of my business. That, 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 that's something none for that. That's something for the miss bag on that ass. So anywho, um, let's go ahead. Well, 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 give me my point. Give me my point. <laughs> let's just go ahead and go on to... Uh, uh, Here's the funny part. I almost cussed and I'm at the conference office. But I chose not to, and you did it for me. I appreciate you. You so good. Let's go on to the money bag. Get to go. Get your money. Go get I'm the money. Hey. Go get the money. Go get the money. Get your money, man. <laughs> what we talking about today, Bishop Stewart? I love the way you spun that. <laughs> Today, I think it is honest to talk about. Look at him looking through his brain right now, y'all. No, 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 no. Real talk. I really think it's honest to talk about knowing how to slow down and take a breath. Okay. And 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 slow down. I really think is is the item on several levels. Um, slow down enough to ask advice. Slow down enough to ask yourself, if I wasn't in this situation, what would my advice be to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Slow down enough to have the moment to say, okay, okay. If I wasn't so close to this, what value, what turn does this really have? Mm. Uh, because 
me and G are both in crazy unstable positions. Like we both own houses that we can't go to. Uh, we both. <laughs> We both sleeping in somebody else's house. <laughs> we both, we both are in one of the most productive stages of our lives, and I think there's an honest, I think there's an honest moment where we can sit down and say, "Man, not only was this season needed, but we had to get forced to be here. But more importantly, if we could not get caught in the wind, because you know." There's a side of the pressure that that pushes you, but there's another side of it where you got to say, okay, okay, okay. If I can let my sails drop for a moment mm-hmm. and slow this ship down, and just enjoy the fact that we caught wind already and watch this thing coast, what is happening, and then recast ourselves and be able to determine what direction we really want this thing to go, or we feel that the Lord is leading you. Um, and so I can tell you as a friend, um, I have had the privilege to ask my sister, uh, ask G, uh, and ask a couple of others, man, like, what would you do? What, what do you do? What, what do you see? How, how do you move this? What do you observe? And so I can, I can honestly just say, I think the real clutch of this, this conversation needs to be. Yo, man, we just need to like slow down and look at this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. COVID was a time that we all kind of got swept up into. We Netflix and chilled to where we we got new little earthlings, and some of us just Netflix and binged. Uh, and, and the truth is, I think that was a season of storing up uh, and preparing ourselves. But in the same breath, there's also the other clutch on this is that now the wind is blowing, the economy is upside down, topsy-turvy. Uh, the workforce has never been in a greater demand as much as uh, never been in a greater para- uh, paralytic state. And so um, it's really something to talk about. Like, yo, man, I think we should really slow down, drop the sale. Ain't nothing really that going to be gone and ain't going to be back tomorrow. Like, I know I sound stupid, but Dunkin' Donuts is paying fifteen dollars an hour to serve donuts that they already made. Like, y'all, we got a moment to just kind of slow down for a second. Let me tell you something. High key, Dunkin' Donuts is paying people fifteen to twenty dollars an hour to sell donuts that they don't have to bake. Did you hear what I said? Uh, by the way, uh, same thing at Bojangles. Same thing at Panda Express. They cook it at Bojangles. Hey. They cooking at they are cooking at panda too. They they they, they cooking at panda. <laughs> but Duncan, you don't have to cook that donut. They gotta cook nothing. They popping stuff in the microwave. Child, putting it in the bakery. They ain't even really baking it. It's already made. It's like Subway strips. It's showing it's up frozen. <laughs> like for all you gotta do is put all you gotta do is put some frosting on it, and it's gonna be good. Like fifteen hour. Uh, thoughtless. I mean, honestly, it could be a second job. Uh, second shift. I'm telling y'all right now, I debated on doing it a couple of times because uh, that extra $15 I'd pay off a credit card quick. But the point is, <laughs> I want y'all to really, really, really absorb that that there are thoughtless opportunities out here that will pay you decently, not a livable wage, but a decent wage, a decent enough to allow you to, to succeed at some small goal or some 
very elusive goal uh, financially. And so, in the presence of that, just cut your sails, take them down for a second, and get a chance to see what the wind is really blowing. Because uh, one old man articulated it like this. It was a whole word. He said, COVID was a knife, son. And you got two choices. Either you will A, grab it by the handle, or B, grab it by the blade. This season is a knife. You got two options. <laughs> you can grab it by the handle, or you can grab it by the blade. And I think the best way to observe that is to get out of it and just see it okay. for a second. Go ahead, sorry. No, 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 no. It's my season. Hands lifted. I'm here to receive. Uh, you know, a word is a word. And so if you bring it one, I'm here, I'm, I'm here to receive it. Um, so what I'm learning, like you said, this being a season to slow down and to focus and to see where things are blowing. Um and what the shift looks like. What I'm learning is that, number one, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are caught according to his purpose. So if your situation looks dry right now, if it looks quiet right now, if it looks still right now, for me, I go back to what I learned about stillness and what I learned about quiet and what I learned about what looks like drought, what looks like lack. Um, what was the prophet's name? Uh, not the one that ascended, the one that stayed. Elijah stayed. Elisha ascended, or was right. it reversed? Chat on, no, I don't know. I don't be doing that. Okay, the 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 apprentice that became the prophet. Do your research, study. Anywho, <laughs> let me tell you the names again backwards on you every time. Okay, Heidi, he was out here. Okay, in these streets, ministering, doing the work of the Lord, and then he finds himself. Depressed, tired, spent, lying by the brook shares. Am I right? Am I in the book? Is this correct? Okay. Okay. And so he's fed by that brook. He 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 drinks by that brook. Um and, and matter of fact, he's fed by ravens, ain't he? He is. Scavengers come and feed him. That's a whole other story. Now that's a word in and of mm-hmm. itself. But then mm-hmm. that brook dries up. But then that brook dries up and he receives word to go to the next location. In the midst of a drought, in the midst of a famine, he goes to the next location. Where he heads to, there is famine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, there's a whole story that y'all should just read. And I'm um, maybe I'll put the notes in the episode for where it's found in the Bible. I'm speaking of the um, the, the Christian Bible. Um, I know a lot of our listeners are not Christians. Like, I'm really finding that out for real. That's actually really hot for the record. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm grateful. Um, but that story, that story is awesome for everybody. Um, the way that life is set up, number one, is cyclical. 
Number, um, number two, every round goes higher and higher. And so what ends up happening is um, you're here. You're going to learn what you can learn here on this round. Then you get what you can get in this round. But then there comes a time where this round is, is done. But now you elevate and you learn what you can learn on that level. And you get what you can get on that level. And when you first enter that next level, it looks real desolate because you don't know nothing about it. It looks real strange because you ain't never been there before. It looks very unfamiliar because this is a new place for you. But this is a time for you to now apply everything that you got in the wrong beneath it, on the level beneath that. All of that information that you got then, it's time for you to apply it on this next level. And so now I'm sitting here applying everything that I got previously because the brook dried up in, 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 in the previous location that was set somewhere. Now it's time to move on. You know what I'm saying? And so um, learning how to apply. Um, not even learning how to apply. Remembering to apply that which I have learned from old. That which I experienced of old. That which I know of old. Applying it now in this new situation. Because the, principles, the principles are the same no matter where you are. The principles are the same no matter what's going on. Principles are principles for a reason. That means that they're constant. They do not change. Your situation may change. Your level may change. But what you learned previously can be applied today in this new situation. So I'm remembering, hey, such and such and such and such took place. And I remember how God moved. And I remember how I learned this. And I remember how I learned that. Let's look at this situation. How can I apply my previous knowledge to this? Or I remember that this, this person, person A that I need is connected to person B that I met a long time ago. We're now real tight. Let me connect with person B and let them know I'm having an issue and I need to get connected to person A that I've not met yet and allow their connection to work for me. Mm -hmm. All of that kind of stuff works for you along the way. Um, not to mention in what I would like to call this dry season, it's allowed me to do a lot of preparation. Um, the podcast network, Deserve Press, that this podcast is a part of, that network is owned by I Deserve Incorporated. Well, I Deserve Incorporated puts on a conference every single year. First week in December. It's October 18th. I mean, no better time than now to make sure everything is in order. <laughs> So everything is going to be lined up. Everything is going to be ready. And I wouldn't have this time if I was tied up doing some other things that I was doing previously. Um, so I'm grateful for this time that looks different. Um, I'm grateful for this time um, that looks terrible and terrifying. Um, because I know number one is working for my good. And number two, I know that I was prepared for it for this moment. Just like I know Pastor Stewart knows that he's prepared for this moment. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just walking into this slowing down and really focusing and looking in and saying, wait a minute. Let's look at the shift. How has the wind changed? How is the breeze? Where's the breeze blowing now? Check your situation. Check your space. And the other thing is also, how much do you really believe in you? Like, one thing it is, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, like one thing it is, it is insanely crazy to outthink yourself before you know what you're doing. 
like I'm just gonna tell you right now, uh, is incredibly insane now. Think yourself, uh, because before I got this job, or soon after I got this job, I was in the waiting period for the emails and the phone calls to come through, and everybody to come back from vacation, from detox, and from the voting session and whatnot. I was overthinking. I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Who am I gonna be? What am I gonna go? What am I gonna call? What am I gonna? How am I going to receive this? How am I going to do that? How am I going to make a budget? I don't know what the budget looks like. How am I going to, uh, Kim going to have time, enough time to give me help? Da, 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 da. Shout out to Kim Man, Pastor Kim Man. If y'all don't follow her, uh, do so. Uh, the most phenomenal female minister on this side of South Central, <laughs> or period in South Central, uh, and honestly in the regional work, but that's none of my business. I'm tracking. Um, and so uh, for me, that's just a major topic of like, I, before I was doing anything, I overthought the process. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And even sometimes before you're doing anything, you have the perfect plan and you'll discover that plan isn't so perfect once you get to work it. You'll also discover that plan isn't so uh, imperfect until you get to work it. Mm -hmm. So get to working. Now I'm working and people are telling me I'm doing a phenomenal job. And I'm like, dang, how am I doing a phenomenal job? I barely know what I'm doing. But instead of looking at the big picture and getting overwhelmed, I'm taking the thing by thing, taking it day by day and taking this step by step. And doing so is allowing me to have a very well-rounded, beatific view of where we're going. And then being able to admit, mm, let me slow down. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what this means. Asking mm. people for help, calling people for help. And then them being able to give me some direction to realize where I need to go from there. And now I'm at the place where we got to, well, we should already been playing but because i got the office so late and there was so much to do i'm currently planning next year and it's really just a moment where it's like what are we doing what's happening what's going on what does it look like where's this going so uh it's an amazing time it's a good experience do that for yourself mm -hmm. slow down do it don't be a punk. Mm. Don't be sad. Don't be anxious. Don't be afraid. Uh, don't overthink it. You are adequate. You are enough. Go do it. Realize you don't know it all because it's your first time doing it. Or maybe it's your second time doing it and you didn't finish the process all the way through. Go ahead and do it. I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. Slow down and do it. Well, y'all, um, we're going to take a brief break and we'll be right back. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. See you in a bit. Hey, everybody. My name is Pastor Bryant Stewart, Pastor B. Stewart. Some may know me on Instagram at Uncle B. Stewart. And we want to let everybody know that we have written a devotional book. Me and my co-author, Terry Jones, have written a book about getting out, stepping into faith, with the unknown. So we want to let everybody know if you're looking for a challenging devotional that doesn't tell you what to do, that doesn't have a prescribed notion, but actually caters itself to your specific issue, to your specific space, during a specific time with your specific struggle, we have an answer for you. So we want to ask you guys, join this therapeutic experience with our devotional book, Pastor B. Stu, Pastor Terry R. Jones. It is Stepping Into Faith. Getting into the unknown. 
Hey y'all, it's G Allen. I am the founder um, as well as the conference curator for I Deserve Incorporated. And I just wanted to let you guys know. Um, firstly, thank you so much for listening to our podcast on our podcast network. We are so grateful. Um, but I wanted to let you know that November the 28th through December 3rd, that's November 28th through December the 3rd, 2022, we'll be hosting Deserve 2022. Y'all, we've been doing this since 2014. It's almost been 10 years. Can you believe it? I can't. But I'm so grateful that you guys have continued to support and be a part. And this year is going to be absolutely amazing. So be sure to register at ideserve.net. That's I-D-E-S-E-R-V-E dot net. Ideserve.net. Remember, Deserve 2022 is taking place November 28th through December the 3rd, 2022. Make sure you are there. All right, y'all. Um... It's time for the first trash bag of the season. Of the season. Why are we so excited to talk about trash? Because we don't get many opportunities to let things off our shoulders because we try to be positive all the time we meet other people. This is a true statement. This is a very true story. You know what my guess? Being on a dating app and someone messaging you, <laughs> asking a question that uh, is very plainly listed out and answered on your profile. Yeah. Mm. Like, how tall are you? Uh, or why are you on here? Can you read? Is always my response. Also, probably why I'm single. Because I keep asking folks if they can read. What about you? annoying what can i say oh my gosh you asked them <laughs> i'm sorry can you read <laughs> not after they had to you know what i guess they didn't have to read to make their dating app I anyway screenshot um, and I'm circle this. i'm not doing this with you save the image and share no, it i'm not doing this with you. i'm not doing this i just want to be with somebody that's literate no shade to those uh, who are wait, not. Wait, wait, wait. Can we put this up as like a free frame on <laughs> when we do this post? Because <laughs> if we can, that'll be so golden. <laughs> anyway, uh, my irritation is 
Oh, never mind. That other person may watch this sometime in the past, the present, or future. I ain't ever stopped it before. You must like this person. Wrong. Likes a big word for Elmo. <laughs> oh. Well, F you too, then. Touche. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 Mr. Mr. G. Allen, you look petty. <laughs> Just call me your anger translator. <laughs> yo, yo, we'll let y'all know. Don't have a best friend that's petty enough to wear y'all stuff out on, on national circumstances where you tell them a story. I didn't say nothing. You know what? God, God, God. I was actually talking about somebody else. Don't don't be the oh, good, 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 good. Don't be the, don't be the individual. Don't be an individual in this life that has a friend like G. Allen. Uh, not at all times. You need G. Allen in surges. Not at all times. Cause wow, that was for a trash bag. That was a trash moment. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, my advice to y'all is, um, oh, 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 here it goes. My my trash bag moment. Don't be the assistant to somebody in the work field, and then spend time and or do things opposite of that individual that is your leader. You should probably do things in the interest of that reader. So, for example, I just got back from a camper and uh, had a pretty decent experience. And uh, I'm I'm just going to tell the truth. Uh, my assistant flat out. What? You just gonna put my my, my baby's business out on the street? <laughs> my assistant had the nerve to be following the lead. Pathfinder director and not following me, and it just got on my nerves. So, long story short, I was out here doing the work all by myself. All I'm saying is, y'all don't work for don't work for judges. Don't. don't. <laughs> you want to say something? That's what it is. You want to say something? Do you mean Church following child. them on don't social media or in person? What you mean? All of the above. Just forget us. Don't even follow me. Unfollow me. Unfollow everybody. But then they they follow you on social media. They do. They be they starting to follow me. It got me intrigued. It got me scared. I mean, let's talk about this though. You just started following your podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram. I debated because it had a church individual in it. <laughs> didn't even show up to the recording. <laughs> didn't show up to recording. And then had the not had the nerve to join the line. <laughs> uh, leave refrigerators open. <laughs> Look, that was when I went in there and grabbed that orange juice. Listen, run in here for cycle. Hit the spin cycle. Look, look, look. You don't want to tell what else was in that, did you? <laughs> it was in the orchard. Oh, okay. First, little ice cubes. Not yeah. even just orange juice. And it's not even 
it's not even going to shoot from concentrate. I mean, from, it's not from concentrate. It's concentrate. It's the only shoes I use in my smoothie. Ooh. It was a little bit left, and I was what like, I'll drink this. I'll put it in a glass because I always have a glass every episode. So. Mm-hmm. Put it in the glass. And you be and you be glassing it up, you know. Same. You know what else grinds my gears? Petty ass best mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> what about the Kelly? Yeah. yeah, on the last episode, <laughs> Sierra, I wasn't here playing Uno by myself. So I mean, still no, on. Uh, yes, while we recorded I was here playing Uno by myself. It was hilarious. Um, so, uh, any more pet peeves? Man, nah. I mean, honestly, that's enough. Uh, I had an Airbnb uh, guest recently that took my names up. Nerves. What do you uh, do? Your names. What did he do with your names? You know what? I might start calling my nerves my names. My names. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. So, you know, I have a five-star rating on Airbnb. On purpose. Um, and so at... You tell me they gave you a four. Three. For cleanliness, I got a five. And for what is it? The one that indicates that, well, it was just cleanliness. They also stated that, oh, it looks just like it looks in the ad. Yeah, of course that's. Um, and that looks better than the ad on purpose. Um, but they sent me a message saying, that they were coming in later and I didn't respond. I was busy working hey, with hey, hey, the, communi- the communication one. Yeah, you saw it. I was like, yes, I did drop the ball in responding because I always respond and I'm always very friendly and all of that. I missed this one unit. And um, my communication score from them was like one star. Um, you can tell them if they wanted him to make it pay for Hilton prices. Here's T. Hilton could never. You ain't wrong. Not in the city that they were staying in. <laughs> so you ain't exactly wrong, but and sure. the property is immaculate. Um, um, and they had no issues with that. But when they checked in, the front light was not on um, because another guest had turned it turned on. It off because um, it's always on, even in the daytime, so we don't have to turn it off. Um, like the underground railroad, let them know. Uh, I responded. I was very kind. I don't know if you saw it, but I responded on the review and in the message. I was like, I am so sorry. I really do apologize because that's not our practice and it isn't. Um, We'll take your um, 
suggestions, you know. And we need to put on there, take a long walk off a short period. We are not in control of what other guests do. Have a good day. It was really dark and it was hard to unlock a lot of in the dark. Yes. Yes, that happens when other guests turn off the lights. I don't appreciate that you didn't respond to my message. Girl, if you don't get off my line and you pay like $45 for this night. Bye. $45. <laughs> <laughs> that's all my nerves up. But that's the only one I haven't responded to. And that's the only negative review that we've gotten in any of our take, properties. Tell them take Including the one where we had the cleaning issue. She gave us a glowing review because I fixed it immediately. Because I'm ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did tear my nerves up, though. But that's it, y'all. Um, thank y'all for tuning in to this episode. There might be a commercial or two in here. Um, hopefully, you know, y'all take heed. Pastor Stewart has a book out. I got a conference coming up. Registration opens tomorrow on the 20th. So, you know, you want to go ahead and register and get your spot. We're bringing back yeah. the buttons, too, by the way. Ooh, yay. Make sure I get one so I can wear it. Both of these are yours. Oh, bring that to bring that when you see me at the exit. <laughs> yeah, but um, we're bringing back the button. Somebody said, somebody asked, why are y'all buttons so big? Who does big buttons like that? When Cicely um, donated these to deserve the first year, and she was like, what size do you want? And the smaller size, so we could only get half as much. And so we were like, supersize me, please, because it was cheaper. And now they're like relics, and we love them. So we're going to stick with the big size. Yeah. Um, But yeah, y'all look out for that November 28th through December 3rd. B, we can find your book on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. Yes, you can find it on Amazon, Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Nobles. You can even find it on the ebook. It's okay. there. Love that. Love that. So, it's there. What's the name of the book? Uh, getting Out, Stepping Into Faith with the Unknown. Awesome. So we'll make sure the information is in the description box. Same thing with the registration for Deserve 2020. Oh. I went back in time. What is our 2022? Can you believe I've been doing this since 2014? That was 10 years. I've been doing this since 2014. But yeah, love y'all. Shout out to Sierra. JC Lewis Productions. So awesome. Mm -hmm. Shout out to uh, you know where it's not time to shout them out yeah never mind shout I don't out want your to mama. Gun. shout out your mama 
Yes, Mama. Hey, we should have her on the show one day. We should have both beautiful. of our moms on the show. We can't. We can't have my mom on the show until she gets like a tripod. Otherwise, she would be giving us the old, the new pastor money, uh, the pastor angle. When he just started learning how to do Wednesday night prayer meeting on Zoom. You mean the way you do your Zooms with using your laptop? That's not true. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't, I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah, but that's because it's that's because the screen be off. The camera don't be on. If you gotta see me, it ain't at that angle. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right, y'all. It's gone long enough. Have a good day. He 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 getting messy. All right. God bless you. And Lord God bless you real good. May he you came watch over you. May he keep you. you. Came from my may, may he keep you in perfect peace. May he cause his well, face to shine upon you. Well, all that. All right, see y'all. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Got your job just all out there. Just so I know, just having everybody ready to get rid of me at the end. Don't say they, that. They, no, for real. They, they tired of me anyway. They tired of me, girl. They, they tired, tired of this church. They tired of me already. You know, I'd be giving it to them. B, mm-hmm. we got to keep this job for the full term. Do it. Well, I mean, unless we get another one. That can be in the work. Oh, child, we recording. Let me, let me stop the recording. Uh-